One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Kangaroos this morning, uh, they took on Italy in their final group group stage game of the Rugby League World Cup. So from now on, it will be finals. Very exciting. Uh, They took on Italy this morning. uh, Very, very short price favourites. They won this one 66-6. So another big scoreline, same routine. Um, You know, a a number of standout players in this game. I thought DCE, he was fantastic. He obviously played 5-8 with Nate Cleary playing halfback, who also had a solid game. Uh, You had Latrell Mitchell. He was playing left centre with Tolungi outside him. Those two had a fantastic combination out on that edge. Val Holmes, he was playing out over at right centre. Uh, did a couple of really good things as well, Val Holmes. A really good all-round game from the Kangaroos, winning this one 66-6. Uh, I didn't actually see who got MOM in this one. I thought DCE was very good, as I said. Uh, I think Latrell Mitchell, he was an absolute star in this one too. Campbell Graham had a solid game as well. Um, Cam Murray was very good. So uh, plenty of standouts here. Look, I could go through you through and tell you about each individual uh, and how they played and give them out of 10. But at the end of the day, this was a pretty easy game for the Kangaroos, respectfully, to the Italian side. Uh, but... The Kangaroos, we spoke about them last week being one of the more ruthless sides or the most ruthless side in this World Cup. i got to tell you, I didn't think they were as ruthless this morning. 66 is still a lot of points, I understand that. Uh, but they could have scored a whole lot more. It took them about 20 minutes to score their third try. It took them almost 30 minutes to score their fourth. They were a little bit clunky throughout this game. Um, 66 points scored. I'm not trying to be uh, too negative on the Kangaroos or whatever, but we hold them to a very high standard. 
And it's more so for me, not about the scoreline, the tries. Uh, it's about how they're playing. And they were a little bit clunky for a lot of this game. Um, you know, 66-6, obviously Italy weren't in it. Uh, but they probably held their own a little bit better than what I anticipated, to be perfectly honest with you. They did score a try in the 53rd minute. They came off a kick. Um, you know, cool to see Italy score a try against Kangaroos. Obviously very excited. Ronnie Palumbo, his name was, uh, came off the bench for them. Scored a nice little meaty there. But yeah, look, the Kangaroos, 66-6, a good win. Uh, but I don't think they were overly impressive. I don't think they'll be overly stoked with the performance, to be completely honest with you. But they are missing, you know, a host of incredibly talented guys. You've obviously got Harry Grant on this side. Cam Munster not in this side. Um, you like so many guys missing. Still a good side, no doubt about it. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how they line up come next week. Val Holmes or Campbell Graham or Jack Wyden. I think you'll have two of those three out on the right edge. We spoke about it last week. I don't know if they're any closer to working that out. I think Campbell Graham's going to be a big smoky here. I think that they will probably go with Jack White and Val Holmes. But once again, I thought Campbell Graham was really, really good. Scored a nice little try of a short dropout. I thought his runs were sensational. He's got a late try as well, which was good to see. Angus Crichton wasn't in this side either. So Nanai, uh, he played on the right edge. Obviously had uh, Cam Murray on the other side. I, I personally think that Angus Crichton, uh, I, I think he, him and Cam Murray will start in this side. But Nanai might be able to grab himself a spot on the bench. He also had Lindsay Collins scored a, a late try, which is good. Uh, Liam Martin was everywhere. I reckon Liam Martin might be the little surprise packet in Jersey 17. I think a lot of people are expecting probably Nanai Okotta. i got a feeling Liam Martin might grab it. I, I think he's been really impressive in their last two games. But, you know, the Kangaroos, 66-6, a good win. Uh, wasn't overly impressive. Let's call it what it is. Uh, but, yeah, a good win for them. Uh, now, the game before that, we had the... Fiji inside. Fiji uh, up against Scotland. And um, to be honest with you, once again, Fiji 30 to 14. A good win. Were they overly impressive? I, I don't think so, to be honest with you. They started fast. One of their back rowers scored early in about the fifth minute, then kick out crossed in the 15th minute, uh, and it looked like it was going to be one-way traffic, and it sort of felt that way. Then it sort of all evened up. There was an intercept to Lachlan Walmsley. Um, Walmsley sorry. Um, and, yeah, Scotland got themselves back into this game, and I've got to tell you, I think Fiji wouldn't be overly stoked with how they went. The first half, they were so much more dominant, it was not even funny. But we went in at halftime, and it was a pretty close game. It was 18-8. to eight. They were only 10 points behind. Uh, I don't think Fiji will be overly stoked with this performance. Uh, in the second half, uh, what was it? 18-8. to eight. Yeah, it was 12-6 it was to six in the second half. So pretty close one there. Obviously, Fiji's way once again. They did, you know, mess up a number of opportunities that they could have scored off. There was a couple of sin meetings too, but... There was two for Scotland, only one for Fiji, so they got an advantage there. I mean, they the Scottish team spent half of the second half uh, with only 12 men on the field. Luke Bain, he got Sinmin in the 41st minute, and then Walmsley, he went in the 65th minute after ruffling a couple of feathers there. So uh, Scotland, I, you know, as much as they lost by 16 points, I, I thought they played really well. I thought they were really tough. Some of the shots they were putting on were sensational on Fiji. Uh, just a little bit of class got them over the top of Scotland. I thought 
It all sort of changed when Abby Curacao went off. I thought in the first half, he was unbelievable. He was just directing traffic everywhere. They got very close to scoring on a number of occasions, held up a few times and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I thought that Fiji, they wouldn't be overly stoked with the performance. Good to get a win. They'll move on to the next game, I believe. They'll play New Zealand in week one of the finals. But do your own research there. It'll all be announced very soon. But I believe they said they'll play New Zealand. Um, so yeah, that'll be a huge test for them. Based on what we saw this morning... I'm a little bit worried about them going up against the might of the Kiwis, which I was going to be anyway, but just based off this morning, I'm a little bit worried. As I said, Appy was fantastic. I thought Wakeham, he was pretty good in the halfback role. Um, they had number 20, Ray, Ray Wally, I believe it's pronounced. I'm not sure, though. Apologies if I have got that wrong. He's a very talented little footballer. I'm not sure what his story is. I haven't seen him play before. I haven't seen much of him before anyway. Uh, very talented, very deceptive as well. Not sure if 5'8", maybe his best spot him. I'm not quite sure, but uh, he's, he's definitely got the ability to play there. But I would like to see Wakeham take a little bit more control of this side, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, you obviously had the fullback, our boy Taruva from the Penrith Panthers. I thought he was the best on ground. Didn't score a try or anything, but he was absolutely everywhere. A heap of touches. Uh, got a couple of high shots throughout the game as well. Uh, kick out was great. Scored a try, as we said. Set up a really nice one for Marcusivo as well. Uh, but yeah, look, Fiji, a pretty sloppy win. They wouldn't be overly stoked to their performance. Glad that they got the win. Uh, they move on to next week to take on New Zealand. And I think that's sort of the theme of um, the World Cup this week, that there'll be a lot of sides that'll just have their eyes on next week, keeping everyone fit and ready to go for the games that matter. Uh, look, the game earlier this morning, the really early one, England versus Greece, it was 98 points scored. 94 of them were scored uh, by England. So... Uh, look, I, I don't know how much to really go into this game. Uh, England absolutely dominated it. They were all over them. 94-4, uh, to 4, that real relentless sort of side of England that we probably haven't seen in the first. We have seen a little bit in the first two weeks, but to see them stack on 94 points at home, sensational. Uh, Dominic Young, the Newcastle Knights winger, he scored four tries in the first half, uh, which was unreal. Great to see. Tom Burgess came up with a rare double. Uh, our boy Kai Pierce-Paul, who we're hearing will sign with New Newcastle and be there very soon. Great to see him uh, get a game for England. He scored a try as well, one to watch. Um, Ryan Hall, he scored a couple of tries as well. Good to see. And uh, yeah, I mean, this England side, 94 to 4. I don't know how much to say, to be honest with you guys. I feel sorry for Greece. They put up a really tough fight in their first game against Scotland. And since then, uh, they've had Samoa into England that have really stuck some points on them. I think Greece are a lot better uh, than what the last few scorelines showed. And I think there's a lot of teams that if they would have got their draw, uh, they would have found themselves in a lot of trouble very quickly. Uh, congratulations to the try scorer from Greece, Sateni. Uh, I believe he is in the Cronulla Shark system. Pretty young. He sort of popped up out of nowhere. Scored their first ever try in the World Cup as well. Uh, young Sateni, I believe he's still at the Sharks. A very talented young bloke who I wouldn't be surprised if we see him over the next few years. Always been very, very talented at coming through the juniors. So congratulations to him. Scoring their first try in the World Cup and probably their last try in this World Cup as well. Well, definitely their last try in the World Cup as Greece will pack their bags and head home. A lot of really talented guys coming out of that side. Obviously, Billy Magulius, you got Mugios, who I'm a big fan of, Ilias, Mamazelis, uh, a heap of guys in that side that I really like. So, uh, congratulations for Greece for making a World Cup appearance. A really tough draw, though. I do feel sorry for them. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. England, they'll march on to next week. Not sure who they're playing. Haven't quite got that far to working all that out yet or it hasn't been announced or whatever. Uh, but a good win for England, getting some real confidence out of that one and scoring a lot of points. Now, yesterday, we didn't get a chance to cover it. Uh, the Kiwis took on Ireland 48-10 to this one. Uh, once again, a pretty good score, 48-10. to But I don't think New Zealand will be overly stoked with their performance, to be perfectly honest with you. They have got a lot of guys to come back into this side still. This isn't their absolute full-strength side. Uh, but I thought the Kiwis... Uh, um, they'll definitely look for an improvement next week. And I think all these teams, England, Kangaroos, uh, Kiwis, you know, they've had games where it's been like, holy fuck, they're unbelievable. There's been other games where they win by a lot, and you sort of go, oh, I don't know, they weren't fantastic. And sometimes it's the difference between winning by 60 and winning by 80. So uh, it's a hard one to sort of work out. They won this game by 38 points. I think they would have anticipated to win by more. Um, Jerome Hughes, this was his first game of the World Cup. I thought he was sensational. He looks like he is coming into some cracking form at the moment. Scored two tries, laid on a few others, put in a pin-perfect kick to Jordan Rapana early in the game, put Hickey over for another one. He was everywhere, Jerome Hughes, and he was uh, by far and away the easiest pick for man of the match across these games. I thought he was sensational. Uh, Brandon Smith getting more and more comfortable in the nine jersey. Him and uh, Joey Manu linked up a couple of times. Joey Manu scored a try late that I believe it was Brandon Smith that put him through. So combination starting to work there. Exciting times uh, if you are a Sydney Roosters fan. I think those two, along with Teddy, are going to cause absolute havoc uh, through the centre third this year. I think there'll be sets where you get those three that just go into dummy half and they'll probably make 40, 50 metres on their own. So pretty scary prospect there. It's great to see James Fisher-Harris score a meaty. He doesn't score too many, but he crashed over there, which is great to see. Huge fan of the fish. And of course, Jordan Rapana, he got a daily double as well, scoring a couple of nice tries there. Mulatalo, uh, they got a quick turnover and he scored a nice try there. Uh, yeah, look, 48 to 10. Um, they'll be happy with it, the Kiwis. They'll be happy with the score. Probably not with the performance once again. I think England will be the only team that will that, that won over the last two days that will probably be happy with their performance. Uh, the other teams were a little bit scratchy, not up to their absolute best. Uh, so definitely room for improvement there, as there should be, though. That is what the group stages are about at the Rugby League World Cup. Ireland will depart as well with Greece. So congratulations to Ireland uh, for uh, their involvement in this World Cup. It was great to see. Uh, shout out to Lewis Senior, who scored two tries today against the Kiwis. A pretty special little moment. There's a little knock-on in the in goals or an offload that went wrong that he manages that, that he managed to dive on, but still a sensational knock. I think he might have taken an intercept at one point too. Uh, so congratulations to him and well done to Ireland uh, to hold New Zealand to a 38-point victory. As crazy as that, as that sounds, I think that's a pretty fucking good knock considering how good this Kiwi side is. So it's interesting to have a look at the three big nations: New Zealand. I 
Australia and England, their group stages are now done. They are preparing for the finals. If I had to sort of order them based on all their performances, uh, I, I would probably have the Kangaroos at the top one. Before the tournament, I would have had New Zealand in front of England, but I think England's been very, very impressive uh, so far. So I'd probably have England at two, New Zealand at three. Uh, what do we know from the Kiwis in these sort of tournaments? They don't tend to play their best footy early. They tend to play their best footy late. The more time they spend together, the better that they will get. Uh, they've obviously mixed and matched their team quite a bit. Their halfback has only played one game at the end of the day, Jerome Hughes. That was today, and he was the best on the field. So once they get their entire squad together and they're in a game that really matters, I'm expecting a lot more from the Kiwis. But based on the evidence that we have as it stands right now, I would have the Kangaroos as my top seed, then I would have England, and then I would have the Kiwis. So I'm keen to see what the other sides throw up, especially your Samoas, your Tongas, PNGs, these sort of sides. Fiji weren't overly impressive. I think they've got a lot to improve on if they want to give this comp a real shake. I believe they take on the Kiwis next week. Uh, so that'll be a really, really tough matchup for them. And I think that'll be a game that New Zealand, they'll be aiming to really put the hose in the mouth when they are drowning and really give it to them. So looking forward to that one. Looking forward to how the rest of the teams play, especially the Tonga Samoas, these sort of sides that I think can really give this World Cup a shake if they hit, if they really catch fire and hit some good form come finals time. But based on what we've seen so far, uh, at the moment, to me, it is sort of looking like a three-horse race. England, the Kangaroos, and New Zealand. But hopefully, one of these other sides can really jump out of the ground and give this competition a real shake. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.